Welcome to the Ruby Plus Podcast, Episode 20. Today's podcast is sponsored by RubyPlus.com. RubyPlus.com provides training in Ruby and Rails. Visit us at RubyPlus.com. Running OptCaret, a Ruby NES emulator, at 150 frames per second with the GUI by Benoit Daluz. OptCaret is a key benchmark for Ruby 3x3 created by Yusuke Endo of the Ruby Core team. You can download it if you want to play with it. Introducing the Ruby Plus OMR JIT by Matthew Goddard. An article on the work at IBM to add JIT compilation to MRI using Eclipse OMR. Methods of Memory Management in MRI by Aaron Patterson. This talk is about MRI's GC. It covers memory management algorithms in MRI. It discusses how objects are allocated and how they are freed. It starts by looking at Ruby's memory layout, including page allocation and object allocations within those pages. Next, it covers collection algorithms used by MRI starting with the mark and sweep algorithm, followed by generational collection and the tricolor abstraction. Finally, it covers experimental developments for the GC like heap splitting. Easy Subdomains for Rails Development and Testing by Andrea Longhi. This tutorial covers the use of POW, making tests use subdomains and Travis CI configuration. A Bunch of Ruby Tips by Anton Davudov. This article covers the tips about special values, symbol, array, hash, and range. Building an HTTP Server in 30 Lines of Ruby by Jeff Kreeftmeyer. This is a quick look into building an HTTP Server in Ruby. 57 Best Ruby Gems We Use at Ruby Garage by Kareel S. It's standard practice to use Ruby gems when working with Ruby on Rails applications. Gems solve common problems in Rails applications including file uploads, authentication, authorization, and testing. Ruby gems also eliminate the need to reinvent the wheel and build your own solutions for each unique app. That said, gems aren't the silver bullet for all your problems. Gems are more like frozen food from the store. They're mostly ready to go, but you can't eat them straight out of the box. Use gems frequently, but remember about serving them right. Deciding to build an isomorphic Ruby app with Opal by John. Did you know you can write JavaScript code in Ruby? This is done with Opal, a Ruby to JavaScript compiler. XML Schema Snippet Tester by Alan Smith. This short Ruby script is an attempt to reduce the pain of working in XML schema. The idea is to carve out individual snippets and hammer on them in isolation one. It also makes it easy to verify XML that should be flagged as invalid doesn't sneak past. How to Detect Image Contents from Ruby with Amazon Recognition by Peter Cooper. Recognition is a new Amazon web service that makes it easy to add image analysis to your applications. It can detect faces and objects and even let you store libraries of faces for future recognition. This article shows how easy it is to write Ruby programs that can detect images using AWS Recognition API. Nine new features in Ruby 2.4 by Jesus Castillo. This article discusses how Mike Pernum and Amadeus Falego went about making the transition from powering the Sidekick web UI with Sinatra to a pure Rack app. It looks at the routing and how the ERB templates were implemented. Sidekick now has fewer dependencies and outperforms the previous version of the web UI. 
Three Cool Things You Might Not Have Known About Rake Files by Samuel Williams. Rake provide an easy-to-use task execution mechanism, but it also has some useful logic for extending existing tasks. This article shows how to chain tasks, create stateful tasks, filters, and creating multiple tasks with the same name. Materialized Views, Caching Database Query by Hari. This article discusses about database views, materialized views, why use materialized views in Rails, and how to use it in a Rails app. Some of the advantages are faster to fetch data, capture commonly used joins and filters, push data intensive processing from Ruby to database, allow fast and live filtering of complex associations or calculation fields. Zero Downtime Migrations with Active Record and Postgre SQL by Sean Huber. As the database and traffic continued to grow, the engineers at Lending Home discovered that certain migrations which appeared harmless actually caused table locking and, in some cases, downtime. Instead of requiring all of their engineers to remember each one of these special cases, they have decided to automatically audit migrations at development and test time using the Zero Downtime Migrations gem. This gem detects problematic migrations and raises an exception with instructions on how to perform the same operation the zero downtime way before it ever has a chance to reach production. Please check out the podcast section of rubyplus.com for links to all the articles mentioned during this Ruby Plus podcast. Thank you for listening to the Ruby Plus podcast. Be sure to tune in once every other Thursday for the latest news in the Ruby developer community. You can subscribe in your podcast app of choice or listen on our website, rubyplus.com. As always, if you have stories that you would like us to share, be sure to email us at feedback at rubyplus.com or tweet the show at rubyplus.